blocking your view of the beautiful beach house. <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah, we're in my brand new house that is on the beach right now. Yeah. One of our final episodes, our final recorded episode of the season. We have two lovely guests. We do. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. I'm Delia. And I'm Jean. She's my mom. Yay! <laughs> we have Jean and Delia Brennan on the podcast. We <laughs> we said at the end of the last episode that you guys are highly anticipated. Oh, I'm, that's so I'm sweet. I'm so excited to be recording with you guys. I've, I've been highly anticipating this. Ooh! Considering that we love the hell out of you. Already, yes. already love you. Aww. I was about to be like, we're day drinking because um, Jean brought over some rose, rose, Moscato, whatever yeah, this is. Cherry Moscato. But it's three o'clock, which is... <laughs> We're afternoon, We're, We're afternoon drinking. It's happy hour. It's happy hour, exactly. And this is Adam and I's first drink together because I'm not even freshly 21. I just I haven't know. seen you. I'm like almost going to be 22. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, like a few more months. Yes. July. Should have birthday with Harry. Yes, oh I do. I should have birthday with oh Harry Potter. Yes, you should have started with that. Oh my God, July thirty well, first. But I also share it with J.K. Rowling. Ew. I'm sorry. We don't say her name. Okay, I'm sorry. But, but you, I'm you, glad. Come, come up with a nickname for her. Um, yeah. ooh, what if that was her nickname? <laughs> yeah, I share a birthday with ooh, but I actually share it with Harry Potter. Right. That's one of the best great. ones. I love it. Oh yeah. my god, that's so good. That's so good, yeah. This, this season, let's face it, is what we've done every episode. We're like, mm, this is what we're calling. Yeah, right. and I, I think this is a new tradition that's going to carry on. <laughs> Just the doing it. Yeah. We change it every episode like to like, ooh. I think that's a good nickname for her. That's a good one. That's, that's, I guess that's a good default, too. Right. Book. Yeah. So, um, for y'all who, who don't already know and didn't click on the podcast that you're listening to, this is Basic Digits. Yes. <laughs> so you should know that's what you're listening to, but that's who we are. And I'm Tara. And, and I'm Adam. Adam. Yeah. Tell us a little about yourselves, in like Harry, Harry like, Potter House, yeah. how you got into the series, etc. I got into the series even before Delia was born. I have always liked young adult fiction. That shows how young Delia is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. I think you're the youngest person on our podcast, too. Oh, my God. And I just loved the books as soon as I was reading them, and then we read them again. My memory of the first movie was it was my birthday, and my husband took me to see it, and he he slept through the whole thing. <laughs> Full on head nodding back and forth, snoring. That was the oh, only movie he ever went to. <laughs> oh my gosh. Movies were not the same. Oh my gosh. What is your Harry Potter house? Uh, Slytherin. <laughs> Another one for so Team silly. Slytherin. We've had a lot of Slytherins and Ravenclaws on the podcast. I was going to say it kind of yeah. like, I don't even know that I've ever asked you what your house is like in a really long time. And it kind of surprises mm. me that it's Slytherin. Oh. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't, but it does. She's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) What's yours? I don't know if I've ever asked you one. I'm a Hufflepuff, and I'm shocked that you wouldn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry. (laughs) But, like, think, would I be any other? True. Listen, I said that about myself, and I'm a Gryffindor, and I always thought I was Hufflepuff. Get out. Maybe I should, like, retest myself. I'm on the line. It was like, you're, like, 49% Hufflepuff and 51% Gryffindor. I was like... Gryffindor! Yes, right. <laughs> Automatically, I win things by association. I just gave away my whole Harry Potter collection of books oh. to Emily. Oh, because yeah, I, they, to my They're foster oh. parents. They're building a book collection, and I said, do not give any of your money. Yeah. Um, so I gifted her my collection. That's amazing. Yeah. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Do yeah, not put I, money yeah. in that girly's pocket. All of, all of mine are from used bookstores. 
but my memory of Harry Potter is reading them with my mom. I think we finished them when I was in fourth grade. I was pretty young when we Probably. finished, so I really did have to refresh my memory for this podcast. I watched the third and fourth movies again, and I was surprised how much I didn't remember that was, like, main plot points, but, like, really random things that I did remember. That's going to be really fun, yes. because those are yeah. the questions that we have. Oh, yeah. yes! So, the first episode we did on the movies, it was Peggy and Stephanie, who did not read the books. Yeah, they No all. way! So oh! Really That's crazy. So, my mom wouldn't let me watch any movies before I read the books. That sounds correct. Right. It was like I read all the books. I can't remember if I read all of them and then I started to watch the movies or if I like read the first one then could watch the first one. You know, but the books were my first impression of everything, so. Oh, that's so nice. My mom really preserved that for me, for real. (laughs) Heartwarming little like way to start this episode and then the season. Aw. Give our listeners who are moms, that's probably what you're already planning on doing. Right. As you can see, it's a successful choice. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. pro Actually. tip from a child to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Neil's already reading the book. He's four. It's fine. Yeah. Our patrons are already a little bit familiar with Jean and Delia because they were also included on last week's exclusive. But for this exclusive, we do a game that I play that Tara actually hates, but this was the perfect time to do it again while we have these two and it turned out way better than it has in the past. So definitely excess there. And of course, if you are one of our patrons, you get exclusive content every single week, such as today's game. In our higher tiers, you get a whole bunch of additional content, such as our fish bowls, which will definitely continue throughout our break coming up here shortly. And you also get acknowledged in every single one of our episodes, including these folks, Ashley, Brian, Brittany, Jen, Mary Beth, Megan, Casey, Nicole, and Olivia. Thank you as always for helping us keep this podcast going with your support. Let's go ahead and get into the first movie. Then the first movie that we're discussing today is Prisoner of Azkaban. So we're using kind of this template that we used with the first one, but who knows? These episodes tend to go in different directions. Okay. Committed to memory, I would like you to give us a recap of this movie. And no pressure, because Peggy did both of them last time. But if one of you does this movie, keep in mind one of you is going to have to do the other one. I mean, take your pick, because I just watched them both last night. Okay. Okay. Even though I... I You watched both last night? I did. And one night? I know. I watched watched movie four while I was working last night. I watched three in one sitting, and then I split up four, because... I did the same thing. Four was a hefty one. So I watched (laughs) everything leading up to the third like challenge in movie mm-hmm. four. The third one I did watch all in one sitting and I will say the third one I think is like one of my favorite movies. Oh, so. me too. That's it's right, still so my favorite. Do you want to do the synopsis of that one then? Yeah, sure. All right. Okay, so I remember at the beginning, Harry is trying to get a pass to signed from his little uncle to go out onto the grounds because it's little. Him. No, his giant <laughs> uncle. His giant uncle. And then he has a giant aunt that he oh. blows up at dinner because Love she's it. talking crap about his parents. And he's like, don't say shit about my mother. And then she literally blows up into a balloon and flies away. So then they have to wipe her memory. And Harry Potter's like, are you guys really not pissed at me? And they're like, oh, don't worry. She was fucking talking shit on your mom. Like, we just wiped your memory. Don't even worry about it. Then when they actually are on the train to go to Hogwarts, I remember that there was a moment where Ron, like, didn't have his rat in his hand. And they were, like, leaving. And then his mom's like, Ron, you rat. And then she hands it in this train to him. And then all is well. And then they're on the train. And then freaking Dementor comes in the train 
and starts eating out Harry Potter's soul. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I was gonna be like, you must have watched a different version. But wait, okay, we got but, back. We got like, back. Yes, that knows. No. Eating out Harry Potter's soul. <laughs> oh! All right, so sorry. That Please was, continue. Whoa! Got a little PG thirteen there. <laughs> Or maybe R. That is staying in. I'm done. He was like really getting into Harry Potter and they were like, (laughs) Professor Lupin is sleeping in their train car. And they asked about him at first, but then he's just sleeping. I remember they were trying to tell a secretive story and then they were like, is he awake? And he's just in the corner and then they're like, ah, don't worry about it. We can just talk about it. And so they think he's asleep. But then when this Death Eater moment is happening, he stands up, gets him off of Harry Potter. Harry Potter's so happy. (laughs) No. (laughs) But all is well. Then there's some controversy about Lupin. Snape doesn't like him, but he's teaching a class. There's a prisoner that's escaped from Azkaban, okay? Sirius Black. There's posters of him everywhere. And Ron's dad is like, dude, he's trying to get to you because... He is your godfather. No, he's not. Oh wait. Oh wait, 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 wait. When you say synopsis, she will tell you every inch of it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Nope, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. It's every. It's everything. I'm about details too. I love the details. A lot of details. This is ten minutes into the two and a half. Never mind. The next episode is just you and Peggy back and forth on what the fucking details are. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Okay, I'll go faster. He's like, Sirius Black is looking for you, and then. Oh my god. So then Lupin is like talking to him. He's like, I'm gonna help you because Sirius Black is out and I know that you're scared. So I'm gonna teach you how to defend yourself if something happens, right? Isn't he like teaching him? Yeah, the Dementors. Because he was like, that. I know that that's your deepest fear because they were in class. And he was like, okay, there's this thing that will come out of this closet and it's your deepest fear. Like Ron's was a spider and then Harry Potter's was a death eater and then he's like, class is over! And then he starts helping him if those come again. <laughs> you wanna pick it up for me? Oh my god! Oh, no, this is cool too! No, yes. no. Oh. Uh, unless, unless oh, you can't you... remember? No, you made me nervous. That I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, go no, into as no, much no, detail no. as you want. Ah! You're great. Okay, yeah. okay. So basically, Sirius Black is getting closer. They're getting nervous. Oh, there's a moment with Buckbeak. This is a moment that I really love. Love mm-hmm. that I kind of forgot about before mm-hmm. I watched it again. They have Buckbeak, who is, will you remind me what he's exactly called? He is a hippogriff. 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 Slays all day. He does. He literally yeah, he is just like, because he took Harry Potter on this gorgeous ride mm. through the lake. And I love it. he said, ah, to Draco Malfoy and cut his yes. little robe open. And yeah. then he's like, oh, I'm going cool. Buckbeak puts his little talons into the water, like as they're flying. <laughs> <laughs> This is what I'm talking about, about the details. Cinematic And then moment. that's when Harry lets go and he's got his arms out. Like, it's so great. I love that. I will it's say, so I was great. I was watching this movie with my fiance, and when Harry Potter let go, B was like, why would you let go? I can <laughs> hear her. I can hear her saying. It was so funny. <laughs> So, as much as my mom thinks it's a cinematic moment, B would say it's dangerous. No, but that was a beautiful, beautiful moment. And so Hagrid gives Harry some unfortunate news because Harry had this gorgeous ride with Buckbeak that because he cut Draco Malfoy, he's gonna get executed. Wasn't it something with his father? He's like, oh fuck, his stupid freaking father. And his father in the next movie we're talking about too. God, his fucking father. We we call him Lucy or Luscious Boy Toy. (laughs) Luscious Boy Toy. I feel like that gives him too much respect. I mean, oh, that's true. We have nicknames for everybody. He's also wonderful. Yeah. The most evil people are the most gorgeous. 100. That's why I'm so innocent and here. Oh! <laughs> That's why I'm so beautiful. <laughs> and welcome to the tone of the podcast. <laughs> yes. 
he slayed that motherfucker, then unfortunately he's gonna get put down and they're very, really scared about it. There's also a moment where everybody goes into town and Harry Potter cannot. And so everybody goes out. He's really sad that he can't go out. And is that where the Weasley twins give him that yeah. map? Yes. Or not his map? Yes. What is the Hold saying? Oh, I saw him swear him. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. then he has to tap it and say, Mischief. Mischief. Managed. I loved that part. So he opens up his map when everybody's in town, and doesn't he see Sirius Black on the map? Peter Pettigrew. Peter Pettigrew! And yes, and they thought that he was dead, right? Right. Yeah, because he was friends with Harry Potter's yeah, parents. Yeah, the big four. Right. He was in there. The big four. <laughs> the big four. Name the big four for us. <laughs> Harry's dad, Lupin, Sirius, and Peter that's so true. So they think two of them are dead. One of them has escaped from Azkaban. One of them is teaching at Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. Slay. So then he sees Peter Pettigrew on the map. He's like, what the hell? This dude is dead. So then they're kind of shook and everybody's gone when he finds that out. And then he sees Snape walking towards him. So he's like, Mr. Bennett. And then Snape is like, Harry Potter. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing now in the middle of the night? Wait, that's kind of Australian. So, so, damn, I think I'm mixing two things. I think that was the middle of the night. That's okay. It's all right. It's yeah, still it's right. solid. <laughs> but anyways, so he is keen that Peter Pettigrew is somewhere. Harry also, he gets hurt at the Quidditch match, right? Doesn't he fall he off his broom? He falls out of the sky. Yes, the Dementors come during the Quidditch match, and he falls out of the sky and breaks his broom. Yes. And that is so sad. And yeah. So he's in the infirmary, and Buckbeak has just gotten slayed, really sad. Slayed in the bad way, right? And then it's chaos. Did I miss some important parts no, before we turn you're back to You're kind of getting good. things out of order, but it's all still correct. Okay. You know? And it's fine. It anyway. This does not have to be perfect. Some things go awry. They're really upset that Buckbeak gets murdered, and what else happens that they need to turn back time? Serious. Yes! Oh my god, guys. Yeah. Oh, I missed such a mm -hmm. chunk. Mom, will you take it? <laughs> Throw it back to me when they turn back time. First of all, we have to talk about when the whole fight with Peter Pettigrew happens, because that part is after it ends up that Ron's chasing after Scabbers. Yes, because um, he gets out Mar of his arms. Harry and Hermione are chasing after them. The, they get the weeping willow things, whapping them around. Yes. They all get into the wherever they end up. I don't even remember where. Some, like, loft somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> A loft? Like, Ann Taylor loft? <laughs> And then Sirius comes in, Wait, and he's like, happens. I have to kill him. This and they're thinking they he's talking Harry. about Harry. Yes, because they're told he's coming to come right. get Harry. And then Lupin comes to Sirius's defense, and they're like, we trusted you, and you know. Yeah. And they start pointing at Ron, you know, Ron makes that Ron face. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, I saw a picture of Ron making that face and asked someone to make a sound. That's exactly what it would be. But it's really Scabbers that they're after yes. because Peter Pettigrew turned into Scabbers. He has been transformed for the entire time Ron has had him, which yes. is 12 years. Yes! As long as Sirius has been in as Remember how Hermione's cat hated Scabbers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we know why. Now we know why. Then Snape rushes in, and Harry uses it. his wand on Snape, which, like, everyone's like, oh my god. They're like, that's... shook. Yeah. So then after that, there's the whole big fight between Lupin and 
serious because they're both in their animal forms and they're fighting. But wait, yeah, who... because wait, we didn't say Lupin's a werewolf. Oh, oh yes, yes. <laughs> Lupin's a werewolf. And who protects the three children? Protecting the three children as this is happening. Severus Snape. According to the movie, only Daddy Snape. Wait, only in the Daddy movie. Daddy Snape. Not in the book that way. Not in the book that way. Yes. Wow, wait, that's a nuance that I didn't <laughs> yes. realize. Yes. This, that's when Sirius ends up by the water, Harry's chasing oh, after him, then the Dementors are coming can down. I, can I take yes, part? Take, it, take it back. Yeah, so Sirius, oh my god, so Sirius is there, he's like literally on the ground, injured from Lupin, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. he's injured because he transforms from his wolf into human, he's injured. Harry's like, oh my god, he's trying to save him, Dementors come, his worst fear. But he's been preparing for this, you guys. Okay. <laughs> so he takes his wand. It's not working. Then da, 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 a deer trots out across and protects him. And he's like, oh my god. He remembers that moment. And then he goes and tells Hermione, right? After Sirius has died, he's so sad. He's like, my dad came and saved me. Okay, keep going, keep going. Okay, they get back to the hospital because that's where Ron is. They're telling Dumbledore what's happening, and he starts talking to Hermione about how things could be saved because what we haven't realized up until now is that Hermione has that little spinner it's, thing yes, called... Yes, it's like a... Time charger. Yes. What did you say? Turner. Time can I say, my mom got me one of these as a Christmas present, and I have one. Like it's a little necklace of one, and it's so cute. So when Hermione pulled that out, I was like, oh my god, childhood memory. So cute. But yeah, Dumbledore gave it to her, and nobody knew until that moment. Right, and that's how she was, like, doubling up on her classes. Yeah, Ron was, was like, how'd you get yeah, that? Yeah, all of a sudden she would show up at the classes. Yeah. They go back to the moments before Buckbeak gets executed, Yeah. and they change the course of events. Yes. And so Harry was not seeing his father. He was, was seeing himself. I Which could have been sobbed. disastrous had they realized it at the time. And then he's telling, who was he telling? He's like, I'll save myself. I'll save myself, whatever. And then they're like, oh, we gotta go. Like, somebody <laughs> brushes it off so quick, like, after the whole thing is done. He, like, he notices Hermione. it. I think it's, yeah, Hermione or Ron is just like, oh, we gotta get food or whatever. Like, they're in the dining hall. And it's like, dude, you don't realize, like, that was a major <laughs> moment for him. That was a major <laughs> moment for him. Beautiful. Yep. But yeah, so they changed the course of events. Mm -hmm. They saved Buckbeak. And I remember before they turned back time, Hermione heard something. She turned around and she was like, oh, it's nothing. Because I think she realized it was herself. And so, yeah, they throw something. They distract them. They lure Buckbeak off. And then they take Buckbeak back. And that's what Sirius escapes on after yes. he is saved. So Buckbeak is gone. And so then another detail. I don't know if this is the last important detail, but my favorite is when... Harry gets his new broom. Everyone is like crowded around it and they're like, oh my God, Harry, get over here. Something came for you. And then they open it up and it's the broom and they're like, who's it from? And he's like, I don't know. And then Hermione's like, but this was in there. And it's like <laughs> Buckbeak's fucking feather. And you're like, oh my God, Sirius Black is on the run. I don't even know if he had the money to buy this. He probably stole it. But Harry has a freaking amazing broom. Is that the lightning bolt? The Thunderbolt? Elemental and then as bolt. he's flying off, it's like he's back on Buckbeak. Like he's, you know, it's yes. like the same kind of euphoria. Yeah. yeah. It's not his broom instead. Yeah. It's like, I have no changes. <laughs> so what did you like about the movie? <laughs> 
flying on Buckbeat. Top 10 cinematic moments in U.S. history. Oh. Wow. Remember okay, that's that a bit. That's a I was just going to say was that. was the best part. We read a movie reviews with one of our in-depth labs. One of the reviews was just literally about how good Buckbeat Yeah, they were like, the movie oh. was pretty slow. I didn't like all of the like cold pictures that came up when the dimensions were there, but Buckbeat was... <laughs> That's like, so funny. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. because for the time that it came out, like, didn't Goblet of Fire come out in, like, 2005? Oh, maybe. So then Buckbeak was kind of CGI, like, a miracle for the time. But that definitely is not my favorite part of the movie. Right. It's kind of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, my favorite part, definitely, like I said, is getting Buckbeak's feather wrapped up in the firebolt. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. What else? For me, my favorite part is Dumbledore's how he weaved the whole thing to happen, and then he was like, oh, and then they were like, like oh, he, he did, did it, it. He and like, did, yeah, like did what? And then he just, oh like, yes, he, you know, he, he literally said, he just did what? And then yes, mm-hmm. it, the way he like, just disappears. Yeah, his little nuances with his expressions and stuff, I I liked in this one. Also, Harry Potter saving himself, loved that when he realized. Oh, yes. That's the, like, big pinnacle. Right. Of, like, you don't need your father. You can do it yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gave him a lot of faith in himself. And also that, like, he is so much like his father. Like, that he thought it was his father. Right. And people kept telling him how much he looked like his father. That movie, yeah, Lupin for was telling him so eyes, much. which we know. We have feelings about. Yeah. What about you, Adam? What, what I like about the yeah. movie? Of course. There's another clan that you guys didn't mention. Oh. And that is Sybil Trelawney, the divination oh. professor. <gasps> which is a... One time. Oh, yes. Yes. Yep, that one. (laughs) You have the Grim. (laughs) Yeah. You know how the sign of the Grim is the black dog? Yeah. That's serious black. I know. And Sirius didn't represent, like, death and dying and stuff. He represented having a godfather. Right. So do you think that she actually saw the sign of Grim or what was going to happen? Or do you think she saw serious black? I think in a lot of ways there are signs that Trelawney is the real deal. Mm-hmm. But she likes to get in her head and be like, everyone's going to die. Yeah. It's because she's But alcoholic. she could also be seeing what is ultimately going to happen to him, not like just what's right in, you know, happening now. That is very T. true, too. Well, I think and from what yeah. I've learned from Adam and what he's taught me about, like, witchy shit and divination-y things, that you get a symbol and bleh, made a choice to kind of, like, incorporate <laughs> right. these things. <laughs> that they're very, like, basic. And what Adam mm-hmm. has taught me when we're talking about tarot and stuff is that you see something, so you see the grim, the sign of death. That does not necessarily mean you die. Like, there's mm-hmm. something around yes. you. Right. It just could be a chain. A bad omen yeah. or, yeah. And yeah. so, literally, there's death in the first chapter of the next book. Yeah. You know, so just, Gee. like, what that stands for. And So, for me, what I love most about this movie, this is the movie that makes you go, yeah, they knew what the fuck they were doing when they cast these people. I don't know that it's Alan Rickman's best in the series because I think he's quite extraordinary in all the movies, so I don't mm-hmm. want to be like, but he's really beautiful in this movie and then they bring in David Thewlis as Lupin and Gary Oldham as Sirius even though all of those actors are too old to play those characters there's something really lovely about the kind of British royalty happening on the screen yeah Thompson playing Trelawney Mm -hmm. and you're like holy shit one it kind of covers up the fact that Michael Gambon is this is his worst movie as Dumbledore in my opinion really this is also his first movie as Dumbledore that's true mm. he was getting the hang of it oh yeah I think a lot of people are like oh for fourth movie is his worst and I was like mm, one moment is his worst everything else I think he's fine but mm. what's the one moment opinion. are we gonna get there oh we'll get there oh, okay. right <laughs> but like I'm trying know, to just like everyone has 
just really strong moments and like the kids see them growing I don't think any of them are their best in this movie but you can just see the growth in their mm. performances right I really find myself sitting back and enjoying all of the acting and all of the learning happening in this movie I love this movie too just in mm-hmm. general this is definitely my favorite movie up to this point my book favorites have kind of changed but my movies have kind of remained about the same mm. as we've gone through the series thus far so. yes yeah. Didn't you like about the movie? Well, I will say, as funny as the first scene was when she blew up like a balloon and blew away, I just was clenching my teeth because I hate when Harry Potter's home. It breaks my heart. Oh. The beginning of every movie breaks my heart. The fourth movie, like you said, we don't start yeah. at the house. Yeah. We don't start at the his... The fourth or the sixth. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think just the beginning, I get so sad. So that moment oh, yeah. when she flies away, it's just like... My tension was released. I was like, he's going back to Hogwarts. All's going to be well. Get him out of there. But then all is not well. Hogwarts is really dangerous at this time. (laughs) At this time? Correct. At all times. No, I love in the fourth movie, they're like, Hogwarts isn't safe anymore. Like, give me a time when it was safe since Harry Potter's been here. Literally, show me a time. I feel like it wasn't safe before Harry got there. That's true. Literally. having it highlighted through this scene. (laughs) They get there, and the first thing out of Dumbledore's mouth is like, don't go into the woods, you'll die. <laughs> like, come That's on. That's true. We also didn't even discuss the bus ride. Oh, yes, the night bus. I loved it! I love that! <laughs> that conductor, I believe, died very young. Oh, he did? I think he, yeah. I believe so. Oh, oh that also, Piper. at the end of the movie, I was thinking back on that moment because right before the bus came, Harry saw mm-hmm. Sirius in the bushes, right? Yeah. And he was yeah. scared by it, but... Mm-hmm. While Tara is continuing to look that up, what I was going to say is... Why is he hot in all these movies? I know, I was going to say... I was like, you are not hot at all in the movie. At all in the movie. <laughs> He's got an acne problem for I mean, real. listen, okay, same, but like, I'm not a... Not like that. Movie. Speaking of actors, do you know who else, like another character, character that was played by Aunt Marge. A classic character from children's literature in a movie. He's still alive. Why? Wow. I'm trying to picture Liar. Yeah. I'm trying to think who it was, of. though, because somebody from Marcus the... Belby, perhaps, is who you're thinking of. He's in the sixth movie. Oh, okay. There's definitely a handful. You yeah. might be even thinking about something. There's so many people in the Harry Potter universe. Yes. Like, the, the amount of people that come and go in these movies. Which is funny because there's only, Absolutely. like, 40 British actors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we talked a lot about that. It's a very small pool. That's fun. The actress who plays Aunt Marge yeah, has I can't think. also played the Trunchbull in Matilda. <gasps> they are literally the same character. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Oh my god. If only Matilda like blew up the Trunchbull. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I mean, she did plenty to torture her. That's so. true. That's true. She did play a lot. Oh. Good work, Matilda. <laughs> wow. I wonder but... if that actor's just a bitch. She's you know probably what? lovely. Yeah. She probably is. It's like Imelda Staunton who plays the Pink Devil. The Umbridge. She's, like, one of the nicest people on the planet. Yeah. 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 Anything else specific that you did not like about the movie? I didn't like the dynamic between Ron and Hermione. Like, I know that it's leading up to them actually ending up together, but I just found it very annoying during this movie. At this point, too, they're still a little bit bickery. It's almost like subconsciously they have feelings about each mm, other, but right. they don't really understand that. Yeah, yeah. they have a really awkward like, time, like, just complimenting very, each other. very immature in this movie. Like, he's whining about Harry. Oh, no, that's the next thing. Ron's kind of whiny. I can't even He's, lie. he's yeah. a little bit of whiny. They do a lot of, we've talked about this yeah. before, they really do Ron a disservice, and the movies do a bad job a lot of times of, like, 
getting characters right. Ron is so much cooler in the books. Ginny is so much cooler in the books. Mm-hmm. All of Ron's good lines in the books that they're like, oh, we like that. We'll put it in the movie. They give to Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of feelings about that. But yeah. What about you, Adam? My least favorite part of the movie. That's a tricky one for me because this is definitely my favorite movie. Yeah, I was going to say I really like it. You know... This isn't this question, but thing something I liked was the clear delineation between like the main plot point and then when they get back in time. The editing of this movie is very cool, like the way that they utilize music and cuts and stuff to like really show the passage of time and the return to time and stuff like that too. A lot of my least favorite things about the movies, and honestly, I think back again to when we uh, recorded with AJ and Jen, and Jen had said a lot about how they cut a lot out of this movie. Sure, they definitely do. It's not something that I mind quite as much, I guess. Whereas the next movie, I'll have a lot more thoughts on, I think. The only thing that I wish had been in this movie that I think they could have easily resolved, um, which is the thing that I don't like about this movie the most, is at least some kind of backstory in the Marauder's Map. Yeah. Right. Like, like, it just I kind know, of appears. Yeah, like, I know that they don't have time to give you, like, Lupin's full backstory, but so people are in Magus's, and how, how does that work? And That's also, the other thing, yeah. map. We're just, okay. Yeah. You know, like, there's no explanation, and then suddenly from now on, Harry just accepts that Prongs is his dad. And that's just really poor storytelling within the movie, I think, because that could have been done without changing the movie at all. Really. Right. Yeah, I think I agree. Because they mention Moody, not Moody, he's in the next movie, um, <laughs> Mooney, Padfoot, Prongs, and Skinny Dick. Or whatever. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we call him Skinny, Skinny Dick. Once again, another nickname. <laughs> for so I much. love so it. So many nicknames. But they never explain what that means or who they are. So, yeah, I think probably there's a lot in the series that they leave out about the Marauders in particular. Mm-hmm. Just to go back on that, I think you're thinking of Ernie, who is the night's bus driver. That actor, who is the older man who's wearing the thick glasses, he is dead. Oh. Um, oh, the driver. The driver. Oh, okay. But then the young person is the actor who plays Marcus Selby in the sixth movie. Oh, yeah. okay. He was the one who was, like, stabbed to death before the premiere. Oh, God. He never got to see the premiere. Oh, yeah. He was, like, 20 or something like that, 18. That is so sad. Yes. Yes, so I mixed the two stories together. There's over, like, 25 Harry Potter actors who've died. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say Hermione girl-bossed her way through this movie. Like, I feel like every important thing that happened, Hermione was the one who orchestrated it. Oh, yeah, the punch. Oh, she's so good. Oh, Oh, my God, yes. so good. Yes. Well, and that's one of my other frustrations with the movies is that, like, this is maybe the last movie that Hermione isn't kind of an annoying bitch in until the seventh and eighth movies. Yeah. Anytime she was doing or saying something cool, it was probably something that Ron was supposed to say. That's a generalization, obviously, but Mm. there's a lot of, like, really weird characterizations of Hermione from the fourth, fifth, and sixth movies, Mm. in my opinion. Absolutely. We've talked a little bit about it, but is there anything in the movie in particular that you either would have changed or you were a little bit confused about? Like, why is this like this? And then maybe something was cut out, for example. But both of you have read the book, so you might have a different take on that. Uh, One thing that I wanted to ask, and I was milling around while I was watching it, so maybe I missed it, but what was Lupin always giving Harry to eat? Was it just normal chocolate, or was there something about it? It was weed chocolate. Oh, (laughs) it was edibles. That's why Harry... He's like, it'll make you feel better. (laughs) 
That's why I, had I didn't know if that became a thing, like it was important it was or it was always just like. I mean, I think it was sugar. just. I think it was just always chocolate. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. training him like I didn't remember. I didn't know. I didn't. I couldn't remember if I missed the significance yeah. or if there wasn't. No, because the dementors they drain all of the happiness mm. out of you, and mm. so what makes you feel happy again? Chocolate. Chocolate. Right. Think of okay. what Kathy says. Oh, that's true. He's chocolate, like chocolate, his... chocolate. That's yeah. interesting. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't know if chocolate you know that half. reference. I don't. <laughs> Kathy was a cartoon character in the newspapers. Hmm. And she would go, is Kathy? What's a newspaper? No, <laughs> when we did the first two movies, one thing we really wanted to ask them was, what did you think about the ending of the second movie? Because we hate it. They just applaud to Hagrid for no reason. Because he didn't really do anything. He just returned from Azkaban. Which we're glad he did. Yes. We saw him there, but we're like, what did he but he didn't do anything. Like, Harry just murdered a giant snake. I mean, I think all. they're yeah. just happy that he's back. It's is very that... weird. And so, and they were like, we love it. We love Hagrid. But Hagrid didn't do anything. He just <laughs> came back from jail. And also, I feel like people just generally are kind of like underestimating Hagrid. Like, it is kind of weird that at that moment, they're like, yeah! Like, I've never <laughs> seen then, that much enthusiasm for Hagrid and then, from the comic Then he becomes book. a teacher, and they're like, hey, he's an awful teacher. Yeah! I loved that Hagrid had more shining moments. Like, I feel like love Hagrid always, but yeah, this the is a good movie, book. We Hagrid. love Hagrid. Yeah. Hagrid is also Quinn. Quinn. We have an unofficial list of Quins. I'm yeah. sure we could just go back and name them. Yeah. Hagrid is the top five character, I think, for most everyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Let's go ahead and get into movie, movie four. four. And it's back on you guys again. To do a recap of okay. the movie. Okay. Can you do it? And I'll like start. throw it can, over to yeah, me. Yeah, you, you just moment. jump in whenever. Alrighty, okay. Okay. Okay, in the fourth book, we already touched on the fact that it doesn't start with Harry at his aunt and uncle's house. They are on their way somewhere. The kids don't know where they're going, but they're headed somewhere. It's Harry's first time through a porky or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And they end up at the Quidditch Championship. Wait, what is it called? The World, the World Cup. The World Cup. Yeah. yeah. The World Cup. It's our first introduction to Cedric. Yes, and his dad. Um, and his dad, yes. They are having a grand old time at the championship. Harry gets to see the tent, you know, the crappy little tent on the outside, and then it's just magic. There's this, yeah, the classic moment where he goes, I love magic. Yes! I yes. love that. I was watching that and I said out loud, I said, oh, like, perfect. So good. But then, of course, as they have to ruin everything, the Death Eaters come. Fucking Death Eaters. Uh, tear up the whole little campground. Harry gets separated from them. Oh, there's the whole thing at the beginning with. Um, the dream. Right? Yes. But also the reality of, what's his face? Serious? <laughs> No, the son of the minister that ends up becoming oh, yes. Moody. Yes. Oh, he's, oh, he's oh, with. Yes. 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 yes, he's with yeah. Voldemort at the beginning. Dream, but we all know is not right. Real. Right, right, right. So that happens at the beginning. Yeah, Voldemort's so in then, his chair too weak. Who is it? Is it the rat guy that's there? Yeah. Right. Skinny. Rat guy is also a cool name for him. Rat guy is. Rat guy. Yeah. Yes. Rat guy's I'm... there. Put a gun. And. Skinny dick. <laughs> Skinny, and, and Marty. Pelican? Pelican? Is there. Pelican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pelican. But I think that's the guy, Harry doesn't know who he is, right? He's right. like, I know these two people were there, but I don't know who this third guy is. Right. Yeah. But then, as everything is happening at the campground, he sees him again. Yes. And he's like, Harry, where are you? And then his friends come back and find him, and then they head up. And then they're like, Harry, what the hell? He's like, I saw a man. And then I think in their brains, they're like, likely snoring. <laughs> what do you look like? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he could say. 
say any details, but he's like, I saw a man. Okay. <laughs> They're so sus of Harry in this movie. Oh my god. It just, it's the road to being suspicious of him. Yes. Okay. And so then when they get to Hogwarts, they find out that it's the inter-school tri-wizard tournament. tournament. They are hosting it. And yep. so then we get to see these two other schools, the fancy ladies uh, that are very enchanting. And then, you know, the big, strong Russian types. And they go, Hum, who is a, actually a champion. They fangirled over him at the World Cup. Yes. They were like, Hum. Yes. And yes. then he's there. And then he's there. Like, so, okay, so he's a world famous Quidditch player, but he's also in, in high school. wizarding school. But, okay. <laughs> All right, we get it. <laughs> Oh, and we get a Hagrid love interest. <gasps> yes, the headmaster of yes. the girls' school. Yes. Well, so there's this whole flaming cauldron that uh, <laughs> the people can put right their here. Name in. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your name in high school? <laughs> it's my name right now. <laughs> so there's all these rules about you. You know, you have to be 17 or I remember. Yeah, and, 17. To put okay. Your name in. And you know, you have to put your name in, and then the cup is gonna spit out like who are the representatives for each school that are gonna compete. The cup, obviously, it comes up to be Crumb, and. Blondie, who's I'm terrible with names. Yeah, what's the name of the Oh yeah, yeah I like yes. being Blondie, like the, <laughs> the, the singer. Yeah. <laughs> and then Cedric. But then mysteriously, a fourth piece of paper shoots out. Yep. And it's Harry Potter's. And it's name. a tense. And moment. yes. Harry Potter! Harry Potter! And then I remember Hermione has to be like, go Harry, yes, go! Harry, like, she like, did you pops him out of his trance, yeah. He's so shook, he's so, because I remember Ron's twin brothers try to do yes, this old and get, serum. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they get in and they're like, oh, Hermione, we get in, you thought we wouldn't. And then they get kicked out and then they're mm -hmm. old and then they start wrestling. Yeah, yeah, pretty great. Then of course, everyone turns on Harry because they're mad that he, somehow got into the tournament. Yeah. But you can't get out of the tournament because it's, you know, yeah, as it stupid. is said. His name <laughs> yeah. came out, so he has to be in it. There's all these, like, higher powers that are involved mm -hmm. in this. And so then, Moody just is very involved in everything about Harry's preparations. Looks a little funny, but everyone's like, okay, it's just Moody. Tell um, us a little bit more about Moody. He's got a mad eye. <laughs> His eye is pissed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh, fake leg, he's got that. Yeah. Peg leg. The thing. first time he invites Harry into his office, he's like, let me take a load off. And he takes he's off his always, leg. you know, uh, hitting the juice, which we think he's, yeah. you know, just got his little flask. Yeah, he shakes his head. He's but like, later, <laughs> later on, we learn what that was all about. Yeah. Put a pin in that for now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So then we have to go through all of the tasks. Wait, oh Moody, he's a professor. We got to talk a little bit about that. Remember, he's, oh, he's the new dark arts professor. Yes, he is, and he, he's very inappropriate about it. Like he just does whatever he wants. He tortures a spider in yes. front of them, and Hermione, yes. of course, she has the heart. She's and like, he, stop it. Yeah, and he turns Malfoy into that um, a rat as a punishment. Was it a rat? Oh, was a it like a ferret? ferret? Yeah. You know, he, has, he gets scolded. Yeah, he gets scolded by McDonald's. We do not do that. 
do that as a punishment. <laughs> and then he's, he's like, like not use transfiguration as yeah, a punishment. He goes, he goes <laughs> Dumbledore might have mentioned that. <laughs> like, oh, maybe I his, heard that. His little, like, his, like, pout. I know, I know. He says it's so pathetic. Like, I feel like if you just turn someone into a ferret, you gotta, like, own that. <laughs> <laughs> so then, do you want to go through the... Oh, the tasks? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, task number one, Hagrid gives Harry a little sneak peek, because they have dragons in the woods, in cages, and, like, all this stuff's coming out, Harry's like, dragons, no way. And then Hagrid's like, oh, don't worry, like, they're so sweet, Harry, don't judge them. And then he's like, oh, but those ones, they're the real deal. And they're, like, it's a little scary. I remember Harry tells Cedric that there's gonna be dragons, so you kind of see them form an alliance, like, they're gonna help each other out, you know? So then, the challenge comes, and... They have to find the egg. Yeah, they have to find the golden egg. Yeah, each dragon is um, (laughs) protecting the egg, egg and they have to get it. When we were doing the book, have you seen that video of a seal? And it's like, and then it goes, egg, egg. What? (laughs) It asks for an egg? Well, it's just making seal noises, but it sounds like it's like, egg. (laughs) And so... I mentioned egg as much as I possibly could to my Tara. That is so funny. The egg. So I remember that everyone's kind of doing well, being successful. I can't remember exactly how the other people succeed. Did they just like? They have... don't really show a lot. Of yeah. Their... yeah. It's always they kind of like. Harry goes. Through. Yeah, really. They kind of make it seem like the other people whatever. had an easy time. But then for Harry, he... I remember when Mad Eye Moody was preparing him, quote unquote Mad Eye Moody. Preparing him, he's like, yeah, you can't get a broom, but you can get a wand. So Harry conjures up his broom with his wand, rides his broom, save himself from falling, and everybody's really scared because they don't see him in the sky, and then they just see him ride up on his broom, and they're like, yeah! So he gets the golden egg, he's chilling, and then I remember, they have these golden eggs and they don't really know what to do with them, but Cedric tells him to go into somewhere and turn on, like, the water, right? Mm-hmm. What is it? The water or the steam? Yeah, in the bath. Yeah. Yes, and it opens up. Right. Yeah, because when they open it, just normally, remember, it screams. Yeah, that's nothing a, happens. Yeah. I'll, I'll save or, it for when we get to what is annoying about, there's something annoying about that, but. Um, <laughs> and it screams. <laughs> no. We'll go back to it. But yeah, so they have to figure out how to make it open without it just screaming. Right. And Cedric figures out that you have to be under the water with it. You pay Harry back. He tells him that. Yes. And does it start singing? Yes, you open it under the water, and then you have to be under the water, and you can right. hear the song, which is a clue to what's going to happen. Yes. Who else is in the bathroom with her? Oh, Moaning Myrtle. She's very oh, flirtatious. Oh, yeah, she's, she's very trying, flirtatious. She's trying to hit. The way she like her little fake cough. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's pathetic <laughs> with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> she is so desperate, people. They get a clue, and then in the second one, they have to go underwater and save the person that they love the most. When does the dance happen? Before that. So. Oh, yeah, it's so between the, so the first and the, second. Yeah, so the ball comes up, and they all learn that they have to go to this ball, and they have to dance and stuff. And so yeah. everyone's trying to find a date. They, like, um, learn how to dance from a gondola. Yes, it's really yes, serious. Yes, Ron has to dance with her, and she's like, put your hand on my waist. Yeah, and, and it's like, <laughs> classic Ron face. He's like, <laughs> Um, <laughs> he audibly <laughs> sobs as she teaches him. <laughs> and then, you know, they all have to find a date. And of course, you know, like Harry doesn't have 18,000 girls coming up to him and say, you know, like he's like, oh, you can't find a date. Yeah. Hermione, we find out, has a date. I know you laughed when I say Hermione. Sorry. Hermione. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. But <laughs> Hermione has a date. We don't know until she walks down the 
stairs. With? From. And then the fire she comes like, down the stairs by herself, remember? And, and she looks one of the freaking was like, so gorgeous. She looks beautiful. And then Harry sees her. and then, They're drooling. Yeah. Jaws Ron on the floor. Her, and then they see that she's with. Because the four competitors have to walk out with their dates right. and dance. And right. That. Ron's date asks him, is that Hermione and Victor Crumb? And he's like, no, no, it's not. Like, he did, he's so in denial. He's pissed. <laughs> And then he acts like a real jerk about it. Well, he's just a jerk to Harry, too, the whole time. He thinks that Harry put his own name in. And because, like, they're talking about, oh, I wish we could do it, I wish we could do it. So he thinks he put his own name in. Uh So he's just pouting like a baby the whole time. Yeah, he's annoying. Even through the the dance, right? Are they mad at each other? Or no? No. After the first challenge, he's like, I realized how serious that was and how much of a dick I was. Pouting the whole time. They don't want to dance. They don't want to do everything. Hermione's out there dancing away, having a great time. And their two dates are pissed because they don't want to do anything. So they both ended up leaving and going dancing with other people. From that, we find out who the people are that end up being put under the wall. We don't even know that it's people at first when the challenge starts. Right. Right. Just something they hold dear or whatever. Right. And we find out that for Crumb, it's Hermione. Hermione, yep. The one from the girls' school, it's her sister. Yeah. For Cedric, it's Cho. And Harry tried to ask Cho, but she had already said yes. Yeah, because he saw her in the train car at the beginning buying snacks. And he was like, ooh. But yeah, so Cedric saves Cho, and then Harry ends up saving Ron. Yes. The girl could not save her sister. She failed. And so didn't Harry save her too? Well, yes. Yeah. And then he was finished last, but because he went back and saved her, they give him a tie for first? I don't remember. Or he came in second? I think Oh, okay. Got it. Which made the Russian guy all mad. Like he was fuming with his bad teeth. Victor Crumb is toxic masculinity. um, His coach. Um, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I just don't like the. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, that's what I all of Well, that was cool. There's fire sticks uh, and they're all just like. That was good. Uh, all of them I guess I'm just like so impartial to the butterfly girl. <laughs> oh, do you want to see that all day? <laughs> yes, I wonder why. <laughs> just let me The butterfly girlies. They're like, that is how you should use her magic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Igor Karkaroff. I was like, what the fuck is oh, Igor? Yeah. Yes. And then we have the final challenge. Yes. Where they have to go through this maze and there are, you know, different obstacles in their way as they're going through the maze. First one to touch the cup wins. Right. I don't remember exactly where Victor Crumb is, why he is not really... He gets knocked out he gets, or something. Yeah, like, pretty early. I don't have a big memory <laughs> of him in this So game. in the movie, in the book too, he is imperious, and um, Harry catches him attacking Cedric, I think, in the book. And in the movie... Oh, that's right. His Harry, eyes get all yeah. glossed over. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Which you learn later was Freddy Crouch Jr. Right. He just wants Harry to get to the end. But once they get to the cup, Harry wants to share his victory Uh, with Cedric. He thinks that they're grabbing it together and they're both going to win. But it's actually, what is it? A A port port key. key. The same thing from the beginning that they used to get to the World Cup. And they they end up up in this chilling graveyard and they're all so scared. Out come... It's it's skinny dick. Skinny dick, yeah, yeah. It's pedigree, yeah. And, and Voldemort is there. And then a lot of the Death Eaters come in. Yes. Oh, terrifying. Sadly, oh. Cedric gets killed. 
He's, and he's murdered. It's so sad, too, because he's literally just collateral. Like, it could have been so avoided if Harry just wasn't so freaking humble and kind. What? Well, God. I know. Many, you know, I mean, it's not like he doesn't feel bad about it, right? Well, oh my God, because we'll get to that later, because people now think he's literally a murderer. That's the movie is from. Yeah. Then he has to conjure up his family, correct? Right. Or he thinks he's gonna die. I can't remember if he conjures them up or if it's just that the ghosts of the people that Voldemort has killed that like he's oh, that are protecting oh, Harry yes. because he sees his parents. That's and right. They give him an opening or something. Yes. I can't remember. So I know that they're trying to kill Harry to make Voldemort stronger, like for his like body, because he's so weak. But does killing Cedric do anything? Like does he get any strength from that or does No, he... I think he just Oh my yeah, god. Thank you, Get him out of the way. Yeah. That's literally so sad. Cedric is one of the ghosts he sees. Yeah! And he's like, take my body back to my father. Oh, yeah! And so Harry ends up grabbing him and getting to the, the porky and falls into the middle of the arena and everyone's cheering oh. and he's sobbing and then the father realizes what's happening, completely goes God. silent. Horrible and, fallout. Yes, it's terrible. And then Moody whisks him off. Right. And it's so sad because they're all pissed as if Harry hasn't just gone through the most traumatizing thing ever in that graveyard, but they're just like, he won! <laughs> like, it's, oh god, nightmarish. Then we find out that Moody is in fact not Moody at right, all. Right, right. He's Barty. He had him in the trunk! Yes, that, he had I remember Moody. it was rattling in his office and he's like, if I told you what was in there, you wouldn't believe me. <laughs> like, it, that was weird. That was so weird. Like a leprechaun, he says it. <laughs> And then he recognizes him from the dream. Everyone realizes Harry's missing, and so then Dumbledore runs in and Nate. And McGonagall. Oh, okay. And I remember Dumbledore believes Harry when he says that Voldemort is back, he yes. was there, and that he killed Cedric. But are the other professors are kind of sus. They believe Dumbledore, but aren't they kind of sus? Those ones are not. Right. It's, okay. all, it's all other it's students. And, magic. Yeah. yeah. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They turn Moody back into his real self. Yeah. Kind of the 10th Doctor. Yeah! <laughs> no, literally. They get Moody out. We didn't even touch on the fact that everyone realizes that the polyjuice potion has been going missing, or the ingredients mm. to make polyjuice oh, right. potion. And they're blaming Harry for that, too, at some yeah. point yeah. during the movie. Yeah. But then at the end, we realize that's where all the polyjuice potion was going, was yep. to keep this guy as Moody. Right. And so then they say goodbye to their new friends, and there's that dramatic scene at the end where they're saying, nothing will ever be the same again. Yeah. <laughs> they say Hogwarts isn't safe anymore, mm. so... They're like, oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, it's a great ending. Yes. Well done. Yay. I love it. I, I love, love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> so same question as before, what did you like the most about this movie? I love when they're underwater. That used to give me a lot of anxiety as a child, the second challenge underwater when they have to save the people, but I loved that the second time that I was watching mm. it. I really did. And I also love, I think we saw a lot of new cool magic in this movie. It was really sad that they had the buttons of Harry Potter that said Potter sucks or whatever when his name came out because everyone was like, we love Cedric, we hate Harry Potter. Like, that was sad, but it was cool that they had those, like, spinny things with his face. I was like, that's a sleigh. And then the tents, like, there were, I think, a lot of new ways that magic was used with people from the new schools, too, that it was a fun movie to watch. I yeah. agree. Yeah, I think so, too. Jean? 
I like that Miney branched out from just always being with those two. That's true. And had a love interest. You know, met somebody from the other school and wasn't just always by Harry's side. Even though we didn't talk about this either, there was that bitchy reporter that kept oh, lying. God. He completely left her out of I hated it. Wait, what's her name? Rita? Rita Skeeter. Yes. Rita Skeeter. God, that fuck just you, Rita Skeeter. made shit up about everyone, and she had the whole story about them being a love interest because she hugged Harry yeah. before the dragon thing. Like, And she was taking pictures of all the competitors, like it's going to be about all of them, and then Harry picks up the paper and it's just about mm-hmm. him. Oh, and then that's that cool scene where he throws it into the fire because Sirius sends him oh, that letter yes. and says, meet me, oh, meet me, and right. he throws and it in the fire, but then, Sirius yeah, Sirius is like, yeah. <laughs> through the fire and it's his face. That was crazy. Yeah. So, fun fact, I kind of like Rita Skeeter, but I still don't really know why. Really? I bring it up all you the time. like Miranda Richardson. I like Miranda Richardson, yeah. probably. There's something about the character of Rita Skeeter that just is, like, Here's the thing. to me. She's I don't know. pretty, like, inflammatory in this book and in this movie, but she's also right about some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's still an asshole. She, yeah. She's, an, yeah. she's yeah. very much an opportunity. Because, I mean, like, the wrath that Harry feels at the beginning of the next yeah. movie and book, like, it's basically because of her. Yes. Definitely feels, yeah. I thought of another favorite part. It's a part where Ron and Harry are being annoying, but it's when they won't talk to each other and Hermione has to communicate oh, for mm-hmm. them. And it's this long story of this person told this person to this person to tell you that Hagrid wants you. And the Harry's like, can you repeat that? And then Hermione's like, don't make me say it again. And then he's like, well, tell Ron. And she goes, I'm not an owl. <laughs> so iconic. So glad that was so iconic. Yeah. So good. Love her yep. for so that. Good. It's such a really cool way to portray all of the moments in which we watch Ron hating on Harry and yeah. Harry feeling unsupported by Ron. The only thing I don't like about that is that the movie does not show as much of Hermione's support for Harry. Right. It just seems like like she's on Ron's side and, and, like, kind of shunning Harry. And then more about, like, I think it took away from her character, you know? Yeah. She's there for Harry and the whole part of that, you know, and she's always being very smart and being very, like, okay, let's look at it this way and all of that. And, again, this is why I'm very frustrated with the portrayal of Hermione. And it's not on Emma Watson as an actor. It's Uh just the choices that they've made. But I do love that moment. I think it's just a really fun way Mm -hmm. of putting Mm -hmm. that into 40 seconds of Teamwork, you yeah. Know? yeah. And then Ron claims later that he's the one that told Harry yeah. about the dragons. Yeah, well, he <laughs> did it. It was totally Hagrid. No, but is that what annoyed you? About no. That scene? no oh, okay. like, no one can figure that out. <laughs> it was also just so irritating because if he knew about the dragons and didn't tell Harry, like that is a safety issue. Like, look out for your friends. Like, yeah. irritating. Well, he did know about them. I know. Them. So why didn't he tell Harry? Well, is what I'm he was saying. Mad. So that's what I'm saying. That is a dick thing to do. Yeah, Even if you're yeah. mad, and that's you're like what Harry thought too. Yeah, yeah. 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 like that. Harry was right. Yeah, yeah. Harry was totally right. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm saying. What I was gonna yeah. say is just the world building in general. Yeah, really great world building in this. The one thing that I really wanted to say that I really do like in this movie is the opportunity for more side characters to just be present. Yes! Um, getting to see the Pestel twins. First of all, both those actresses are gorgeous. Even though it is book canon and everything, but, like, the little things between Neville and Ginny, I think they're super right. cute. There's no way to get through the movie without having little focuses on little side characters, yep. which is nice, you know? Yeah. Right. So. Now, what I didn't like, there are so many things cut from this movie. 
so, so many. many. There's a lot of characters that I think it's a travesty. Even as I was rewatching, I was like, it's such a shame that these characters aren't here because they're very key. And then there's also, I remember this very clearly when we recorded the book. In the maze, there is so much detail that is cut. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so upsetting. Right. But other than those, anything, or please feel free to add to it, anything else that you disliked about the movie? Hermione doing the whole house elves thing? Cut. That is true too, yeah. And then B actually pointed this out to me, gotta credit where credit is due, but this made me really think more about the two schools that were there. They are not boys and girls schools mm-hmm. in the book. And yeah. so, like, they really flesh out these super gender stereotypes that that's why I think, I'm like, oh, toxic masculine, this guy. But it's just because everyone from his school, all they do is, and it's all these men. And then the girls are there and they're like, oh, butterflies. As much as these characters from the other schools, it was cool that we saw them. I think they were very, like, dulled by the fact that they were so, I'm a girl who has butterflies come on my sleeve and I'm a guy who has a fire stick and goes, oh! 100% agree. Because that's a thing that we've definitely talked about when we read the book. Yeah. Dumbledore's reaction to Harry's name coming out. There, there it is! is. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Which I kind of articulated during my synopsis. Yes. Um, was so over the top. When Tara said that there's one moment in this movie that yeah. is not Michael's get, that was it. That's that. Yeah. Because yes. then he comes up and he's like, did you put your name in there? Like, I mean. Yeah. And it almost feels like the reaction should be flipped, where it's like he should be keeping composure in front of everyone. And then if he's really, like, freaking out, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That It, yeah. it did strike me it's as a very, It's a very weird thing. Everyone hates it. Like, there's no one who's seen the movie who, even people who haven't read the book, those people also don't like it. Mm. Yeah. It's like the whole time that Harry Potter's been going to Hogwarts, you've expected irregular things to happen. And then this happens, and you're like... What the heck? <laughs> like, you of all people should know that this is th- irregular things are going to happen with this kid. Right. Mm-hmm. You know that there are other students who are just like, yeah, they're fucking figures. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no yeah. one, yeah, as like, I feel like no one is as surprised as there's, there's some like Ravenclaw, like, fifth year who's like, well, even, like, the fact that Cedric, a brand new character, is highlighted, and then it's like, oh, no, Harry's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking figures. Yeah, his reaction was, whoa. Oh, I didn't say this about what I loved, but I loved how Cedric was, like, trying to advocate for Harry as, like, an older kid. Like, all the little older kids were, like, bullies, and then Cedric is, like, so tender with him. Like, did yeah, he's like, I told you not to wear the button. Yeah, when he says that. Yeah, that was sweet. I can't remember if this happened in the book, but... Did Harry ever actually tell Cedric that he didn't put his name in? Or does everyone just assume that he couldn't have done it? So, because no one listens to him or believes him, he doesn't actually yeah. miss anyone. But Cedric and Harry, like, they really do, like, form a really lovely I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is me, like, enjoying shitty choices because sometimes <laughs> I like to be entertained. Yeah. Did anyone else feel like David Tennant went too far and still loved it because... <laughs> <laughs> when they the do the scene... Oh. Yeah, when they do the oh. fucking scene of the pensive and he's just like, hello, father. I, I, I. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that, and yeah. I was like, are people like, did David Tennant do that? And everyone go, yeah, that's fine. We don't care. Yeah, right. Or, or yeah. they go too much yeah. or do more. Like, I have no idea. Yeah, it almost like. He's so much. Is that typical of David Tennant in the stuff that you've seen him in? No, it, does he do that? He's definitely a weird guy, but like. So then, like, I feel like it has to be the doctor being like, more, more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, that's Well, so and funny. also it's so different from the book. So that's a frustrating thing. Yes, we talk all the time when we were oh, oh yeah about how he's the smartest Death Eater. And he's like, uh, hello, father. Uh, yeah. This is very weird. Yeah. Yes. So I have to have like these 
little things. So I, I rewatched the movie last night while I was working, and I, like, wrote these things down. And I know at least one of them I did mention previously on the episodes, but the other ones I was like, what the fuck is going on? So the one I know I mentioned is that after the underwater scene, Hermione is, like, giving Harry her towel and whatever. Seamus and Dean are, like, literally on top of Harry, and Seamus is like, I will protect you, Harry. Like, he's literally on top of him. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I know we talked about you know it. You know what? While you're in this, I have some other, like, little detail things that I noticed, too, but it's, I love that you're doing this, because I was so, like, yeah. It's so, like, and I yeah. remember being like, what the hell? So last night when I was watching it again, I'm just like, I do not understand, because he's very physically, like, on top of Harry, and yeah. I'm like, this is so strange. And I kind of loved everything about the interaction between Hermione and Harry until she was like, I'm going to dis Blur for not being able to save her sister. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. This, is, this is me just, like, hating the way that they are turning Hermione mm-hmm. into, like, yes. that's like, so gross. girl support girls. Like, Why yeah. did she She's need like, to do that? Yeah. yeah. In the show, she does, like, that bad French accent. I was like, that is gross. That yeah. is <laughs> While you're on that, too, I texted her when I was reading, and it was like, I forgot what a raging bitch Hermione is at the beginning. She's coming out of the dream and she's like, get the fuck up. Come on. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, she's like, Harry, we're gonna be, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like, really then weird. After the after the Yule Ball, which, like, she's understandably yes. upset, but then she's like, Harry, go to bed. And I was yeah. like, yeah, where have you been? It doesn't matter. Off to bed with both of you. I'm like, yeah, okay, mom. I get that she she deserves to be mad, and that is right. completely bad because Ron is a fucking mm-hmm. asshole. And like right. her, like oh, yeah. making them the communicator for them, like she yeah. is fed mm-hmm. up with that. Yeah. We see that explosive moment. Clearly, I feel like you guys are not Rupert Grant fans. I enjoy Rupert Grant, especially. Oh, I love him. He's just like a he has such shitty material to work with. <laughs> yeah. But there's this weird thing that I don't understand what they were going for. Maybe they were just like, whatever. We gotta get through the scene. When he and Hermione are fighting, when they're screaming, and then Harry starts walking toward them, and the look on his face, and when Ron looks at Harry and he says his name, literally sounds like he's afraid that something, like, it just, he seems very distraught about Harry, and I was like, why are you focused on Harry right now? Interesting. It was a very weird, I was just like, did something happen? Where it's almost like something maybe in the book that was left at, like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like, to me, I've, I've always wondered if that was just, like, a thing that they were like, yeah, whatever, we need to get through this. It's probably, like, a really, really hot interaction between Emma Watson and Rupert Grant when they're, like, screaming at each other. And then they had to, like, do that thing, and they're like, whatever, the rest of the cut's great, we'll just keep it. Mm-hmm. I, it's yeah. just very weird. And that's when I'm like, fucking Hermione, like, I know you're upset, but, like, why are you screaming at Harry to go to bed? Yeah. Where have yeah. you been? Yeah. Bitch, I got my own life. Yeah. <laughs> Also, like, yeah, you're the one who low-key ditched the friend group to go hang out with Crumb. Right. And then you're like, where have you been? Where have you been, girl? For the past, right. the whole time he's been here. It, just, it was just very weird. But again, like, I still, like, cheer for her in this movie mm-hmm. so much. No, yeah. The last weird thing. Okay, well, another thing back to the, the lake. Where was, like, first aid? Like everyone. Oh is, my like, god, right? Everyone is. Oh like, my Harry's god! He's cut yes. on his arms, and I was, are we not concerned? Yes, that and he's they in change. A disgusting lake. They also change from scene to scene. I noticed this. We've seen Quen Pomfrey yeah. heal bones, and after Sectum Sempra in six, Snape is automatically but then, right. Like, but Harry's still got like these cuts yeah. and stuff on him. Like they're just gonna let that get infected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yes. he doesn't and, have parents alive to worry about it. And then there were paramedics <laughs> after no the first challenge because he's in a scene after that with like a cast on his arm and something mm-hmm. on his cheek like yeah. Yeah. like he was at some point was attended very, to very weird choice. and then there's a scene like two days later and 
nothing is there. He's it's like oh now we finally see he healed like, him or oh, something. Man Popper's like um yeah. are we gonna are yeah. gonna come visit me so I can fix it? <laughs> um, I'm so glad that you because I noticed the same thing. Yeah. Can I talk about one thing that I really noticed this time? At the very beginning when they go to the port key. And Harry is so fucking bumbling. They're gathered around this boot, and Harry's just like, Ugh. Yeah, why are you gathered around a boot? And they're, they're like, it's about to go, and he's just sitting there, and they're like, Harry, and he's like, oh, I have to touch it. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, they never explain it to them what that is, though. Yeah, that is true, yeah. too. It's that very is very true, too. Yeah. It is kind of like if everybody's grabbing this shoe, though, it's like, it's not like you're, like, right. sticking your like, hand in the toilet. Like, yeah. put okay. your hand on the shoe. Read the fucking room, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Look around you. <laughs> like, he's not known for being bright. Very That's sweet funny. He's slow on the uptake. Yep. So, the, the scene where they're walking through the Forbidden Forest randomly. Oh, yeah, and they're just, and like, they singing songs. Crouch's yeah. body. What, yeah. Why, why is Harry carrying around a duffel bag or a, he's not carrying, like, a sleeping bag or some kind of thing under his arm? And I'm like, what is that? But also, why are they in the Forbidden Forest? Was it his yeah. cape? Well, well, I don't know what he's That would make the sense. Cloak. But then, the cloak, but, but then, like, there's Ron no reason for it. Ron and Hagrid are like, Wait. Here, like, whatever. And then Harry's walking, like, 20 feet away by himself. And it wasn't the time when they were going to see the dragons. No, I think literally, there's like, unprompted in one there. of the last things that happens before the end of the movie, before the last task or whatever. Oh. But right, then the next thing kills. you see is Harry going... To Dumbledore's office, and Dumbledore and Fudge are having that fight, and then yeah. Harry's like, "Hey guys, we're we're being eavesdropped on because Harry Potter exists." I was watching it. And I was like, "What is the purpose?" Of There's this a lot of weird things for Harry to find together. Crouch's dead body. Yeah. Okay, but Ron and Hermione and Hagrid are there. Yeah. yeah. If we're gonna put them all in a scene together, why don't you just have it like the book and put Crumb there instead? Yeah, give know? some context. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, just very strange. So mm-hmm. it really but. is. Any questions about the movie? Any holes? Anything that you didn't really mm-hmm. understand? But again, you read the book, so... Right. Yeah. I feel like there's so much that I think there's so much potential yeah. to be confused if you haven't read the books. Like, yeah. I think my brain automatically fills some things in. Right. Yep. That's really the big yeah. thing. That's actually a good platform into our game. Game. Woo. Our game. So this is something that we did with the first two movies. Mm-hmm. And again, you guys have read the book. We have a list of characters, and honestly, I have a list here. I know you have a few. Let's go back and forth. So we're going to give you the names of some characters that are not in the movies, or in a couple of these cases, they're actually oh mentioned, but oh you God. never see them forever. Yes. Wow, that's going to be hard. It is, because yes. I have not read the books in yeah. But here's the thing. Time. If you don't know who they are, just make it up. All right. Okay. Oh, so we have to like just give them a story if we don't. Sure. Oh, sure. And a lot of these are from book four, unless. Uh, do you Tim... want me to do book three first? I was just gonna throw whoever out. Okay, there. that's fine. But, oh. Okay, so the first one is one of the characters that I think is an absolute travesty that they removed from this, and this character is named Winky. Who is Winky? Winky. And again, if you don't know, just make it up. Winky's not an elf, right? <gasps> Winky's a house elf. Oh my god, that's the thing that it was taken out about Hermione advocating for the house elves. Is that oh, it? Oh. Or was it a house elf she? at. In the kitchen? She's in the kitchen. She, okay. she was Mr. Crouch's elf. Yes. Mm. One of the biggest things is. That's a huge thing that they cut. Especially in the Quidditch World Cup. Essentially, Winky is kind of the scapegoat for the Dark Mark. Because they yes! test the wand. Oh my god! And then fucking Crouch Senior dismisses Winky, and she's a blubbering alcoholic mess for the rest of the fucking oh. book. 
and even into the future books. And so then, yes, that's a part of it because Dobby, who also is not in this movie at all, yeah. is just like, I love wearing clothes now and stuff. And <laughs> so he takes all the clothes and then Winky is just like, I can't believe that I don't have a master anymore. And it's just distraught. Oh, that's so, so sad. I also feel like, why would you not want to make your audience more attached to Dobby who hasn't read the books? Like, why do you cut? There are so many times where Dobby has been cut. Like, right. we really don't see him again until the seventh movie. So, I wonder, yeah. do you think when Dobby perishes, we would have been as devastated if we hadn't read the books? Like, I wonder I what wonder the right. lack of attachment mm. is for the, people who have not yeah. read the books. Yeah. I have to ask B because yeah. B has not read them. Has oh, anyone else on your podcast, like, that we know um, not read them? Peggy and Stephanie. Have just and I think Natalie. Natalie, yes, and Natalie. Mm. Natalie, yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah, I think that the house elves in general, their stories have been, like, I mean, Winky is completely cut from the movies. Creature, we did not get any of his Yeah. Stuff. You know, we have a lot of bitching to do about that. Yes. <laughs> um, the next on the list, who's Ludo Bagman? He was the other one that Ludo I was Bagman? Thinking. Yeah. Ludo Bagman. Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> and this is also <laughs> when I was in Puffs, this was one of the characters I played too. <gasps> oh, what? My, yes. Honestly, like why didn't we get the actor who plays Bobo Baggins to play Ludo? I know. It's <laughs> this is another character that I cannot oh, believe they cut. Why yes, am I not? Right. Yeah, like I feel I like when you say it I'm gonna know, but I don't. So Ludo Bagman is the head of magical sports and games, and he is the other guy who's kind of running the show, the Triwizard Tournament. Got the it. Crowd. Oh. And he's basically, he was a professional Quidditch beater, and he's like this guy that everyone likes, and he's actually a fucking idiot. Uh-huh. He like goes in with goblins on gambling, and he's the one who gambles with the Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he's always there being like, Harry, I'll, I'll give you some pointers because I know you're like the underdog here. And Harry's like, you're in a lot. Please go away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he's also a huge red herring because I think yeah. that's yeah. There's a lot of suspicion on This movie, had it been cut into two, like book seven, I think that it could have been so cool. Right. Because they really, they could have spent the time on the Crouch story. Because there is put so back many. Yes. The cr- and that, that's another big thing. The Crouch story is just gutted. Yeah. In, yeah. in the movie. Right. So they give you the bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> that you, mm-hmm. yeah. Another character that is also kept from this movie that is so fucking crucial. Who is Bertha Jorkins? Go <laughs> Bertha Jorkins. Yes. Is she a professor? No. Is she like with the Death Eater movement, like the Voldemort movement? No. No. Oh, she's like a good guy. Yeah. Another ghost Ron? that runs through <laughs> the school. Well, she's definitely dead. Yeah. Oh, she's dead for most of the book, but she's so key. She essentially is someone who is kidnapped as like one of the first people when Voldemort like is coming back. When he's like a uh, cocaine baby is what I call him when he's a little baby. (laughs) So when he's a little cocaine baby, they kidnap her and torture her. And I had even thought for a hot minute she might be. We're still in the Horcrux discussion now, but the victim for Nagini. Oh, you know more than I do. Because I was thinking about when that one person was hanging over the table, but that's a that's that's charity Burbage. That's order of the. No, that's that's the last. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So Bertha Jorkins to just kind of like sum all that up. Bertha Jorkins also worked for Magical Sports and Games. Okay. So she knew about the Triwizard Tournament happening at Hogwarts, which was a big top secret thing. Oh. 
was a thing that Percy Weasley was always like having people to ask him about because he feels mm. so important to mm. her right. mystery, right? She's gone missing. Right. And because Lua Bagman doesn't pay attention to his apartment because he's kind of useless, she's been missing and people are just like, oh, whatever, she's forgetful. Well, Harry has a conversation later with Sirius who went to school with Bertha Jorkins and was like, that bitch gossips about everything. She wouldn't forget a goddamn thing. Like right. she is prime information. And so it comes out that, so she had been vacationing in Albania or she had been lured there or something, skinny dick, and um, cocaine baby kidnapped her. Yeah. And took, like, stole, like, stole that information yes. from her and killed her. Okay. So she is, like, the catalyst for them developing this plot to get, uh, getting Harry through the Triwizard Tournament. Okay. And, and okay. implanting Barty Crouch Jr. into that to get Harry to the graveyard. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So was this happening before the Death Eaters came and like fucked up the World it, Cup? It technically happened pre-book. Okay, but because it's not explained in the movie at right. all. Right. I was kind of jarred. This wasn't something that I didn't like about the movie, but it was kind of jarring that it was just like everything's all grand at the World Cup. And then it's like, wake up, we gotta go. And then everything's on fire, everything's to shit. And then it's like, they pan around to that scene where the World Cup was, and it's just the like outlines of tents, like the, just the sticks, like yeah. the tent poles, yeah. the, the it's tents. Really, it's like really it's so devastating. Yes, I feel like that would have made a lot of sense to make that not so jarring. Like yeah. it, there was no feeling that something bad was gonna happen whatsoever. Mm. And then it was just chaos and everything. Yeah, you see the map marching through and stuff. Right. And, and then, that's and then they all for. forget all about it. Like, you know. We're suddenly at Hogwarts. Jarring. And then, yeah, yeah right, no one ever speaks of it right. again. Like, no one has any residual feelings about someone who got hurt or died yeah. or whatever. I feel like Cedric barely remembers. Like, Ron thinks him and Cedric are, like, tight from, like, going to that together. And oh, he sees yeah. him at Hogwarts. He's like, hey, Cedric! And Before he doesn't, this... <laughs> doesn't even acknowledge him. Before this reread, I have to say, thinking about this book, I remember so much about the Quidditch World Cup and being like, this is boring sports. But there's so much that happens in all of this yeah. to set this up. It's unbelievable to me how much they completely gutted in the movie. Right. Who is Professor Bins? Good one. Yeah. That was not on my list. Bins. No, I know. <laughs> we asked this in the other one, but this is still a really good one. Yeah. To help you out, he is in all of the books. All of the books. Yeah, he, he's in pretty much, yeah. Hmm. Like, what does he teach? And once again, you can make up the yeah. culinary. I was just thinking magical home act. Oh my god! I was like, please say magical home act. He doesn't, but oh. like I was thinking that. Um, That's amazing, though. Does he do something with music? We saw some music in this movie, mm. but no. But yeah, they do bring back music at Hogwarts. Because Flitwick technically Flitwick, is the yeah. one who directs the frog. When yeah, when he taps right. his little thing and he turns around, he's so small. So I don't know who Ben's is. So I, yeah, I don't know. The ghost history of magic teacher. Oh, yes. This is movie two, but the whole scene where they're in McGonagall's class and Harry's like, can you tell us about the Chamber of Secrets? And she's like, no, I really shouldn't do this, but here we go. Bins does that in the book. And that's like his job? Well, because he's the history. Yeah, right. So, like, they do a lot of Goblin Rebellion discussion in these fucking books. For yeah. Reason. Nope. But it's like the only time in the history of the whole series where people listen to Bins, because apparently he's so boring, that he fell asleep in front of the fire Died, woke up a ghost, and went to go teach classes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, that is so silly. Yeah. Next one is a favorite here at Basic Mission, that is Polyakov. Polyakov. Yeah, who's Polyakov? He's a very minor character, mm. but so we, we love him. So whatever you want to say, whoever I you mean, want to it, it sounds like he has to be part of 
Crumbs team. Ooh, okay, that is correct. <laughs> Very good. Why was I gonna say he was one of the dragons? I literally was like, I'm a dragon from the first show. Yeah, Plyakon was the name Plyakon of the dragon. Plyakon is gonna become a fucking Maybe did he also put yeah. his name in the cup? Like, is he... He, he may did. have. He may have in the book. Yes, Polyakov is someone from Durmstrang. Slay. And there is this moment that we just attached ourselves to in the book, where it's early on, they're like drinking wine or something. Yeah, I want to say that fucking Karkaroff, who I fucking hate, <laughs> someone overhears their conversation or whatever, but they bring in Crom or whatever, and he tells Dumbledore, I think it's Dumbledore, that Crumb has a bit of a cold and asks if he can get him some wine. Apparently that's an all six and fucking that's England. So um, in real life too, honestly. And Polyakov speaks up and he's like, I would like some wine. <laughs> yes! Yes! And yes! Because we did this! And and basically and like, no! Fuck you, Polyakov! You are was, not the was, chosen He was like, you're a stupid boy because yeah. he's like gotten food on his robes or something. Yeah. He's like, are you serious? Yeah, he's such a dick to this poor kid. Wow. Yeah. We were like, we love Polyakov. Polyakov is a quen. Yeah, he's quen too. He's just yeah. a fucking kid trying to, trying to enter a tournament. Like, yeah. trying to get some wine. It's for him, not wine. Sorry. Right. <laughs> That is so familiar. Jesus, that's another good is one. Is he from he's Hufflepuff? He's in the fourth book. He is not a Hufflepuff. But he's a student, a young student, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I, yeah, he's he a student. He's or the first it... year in the fourth book. Okay. Okay. Pay attention to that last name, too. See if that. Wait, reads. say it again. Dennis Creedy. Creedy. Can, can I get another hint? Mm hmm. Dennis has an older brother named Colin Creepy, who is a little bit more of a majorish character, and yeah. he is in one of the movies. Colin Creepy, I believe, gets turned to stone, doesn't he? Yeah. Girl, <laughs> good <you're>... job. <laughs> Catch up to you. I know. What the hell? Sorry, I was eight when I read these. Movies. <laughs> Yes. Oh my oh, god, that's so yes. funny. Also in the canon of the series, I am the giant squid. Literally. I am that the giant squid. Is so don't, don't worry. I don't worry what? Don't worry. Adam saves. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, like, I'm like, get this oh, wait, fucking kid out of my leg. It's not a don't nice thing. That. I'm just like, fuck you, get out of my house. <laughs> still, just throw him up. Still effective. Still, he yeah, still he lives, still lives. Right? So. Who's old Archie? He's kind of like Polyakov. He's such a small fringe character, but we kind of gravitated to him. Whatever story you want to tell about this character. Yeah. Old Archie. I believe old Archie is what... Old Archie is the ghost that was in a painting where... It was about the Archie comics, and then he was so old that he died, and he is a ghost now. This is kind of like I, wrong answer. Um, wrong answer. I think me. that yeah. old Archie is what the seventh year girls call Dumbledore's Peter. Genius oh. <laughs> corrects again. Make sure Those are both good answers. Those are amazing. Yes. So old Archie is some guy who's at the Quidditch World Cup, and he, I think, is cross-dressing. Wearing, like, a dress. Yeah. Oh, slut. And they're like, Yeah, the so they were like, yeah, like, you're well, old Archie. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because they're trying to dress like muggles, but he doesn't know how to dress like a muggle because he's a wizard and he's probably never been around muggles. 
much, and so the other guys are chastising him for like the way he's dressed. He's like, "What? I like a healthy breeze around my private." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And we were like, "Same, honestly." So you go old, Archie. So, yeah. So we that go is old, Archie. So funny. Yes. Wait, why do you guys wear dresses? Only reason I ever put on a dress is for a little breeze. Oh, I just don't wear underwear. In fact, I just go oh, I, actually, I am wearing underwear now. This is the first time while recording that I'm wearing underwear. Um, wow. So, this is the first yeah. time in my life I'm wearing yeah. underwear. Yes. I'm We're not. still good. Okay. Who is Peeves? That's so embarrassing. You said who's the easy one in our oh, face. Peeves. No, Peeves is. Peeves. Jesus. That's what they call them. <laughs> <laughs> Peeves is, but I don't think I do. Peeves is the butler at Hogwarts. <laughs> no! Uh, He's not that old really. guy, right, with the cat. No, that's that guy. No. No. That's, uh, but Peeves and Filch do get into it a lot. They don't oh. like each other. They're yeah. secret lovers. No, I'm just kidding. We've had this discussion. Another is Peeves the, one of the ghosts? Yeah, sort of. He, he's a poltergeist. Oh. He's always just fucking shit up. I remember he when I read. Up every morning and he's like, I'm here to fuck things up, guys. Let's yeah. Go. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember learning about poltergeists from Harry Potter, so we probably um, knew that. Because he's not so, in the movie. Yeah, he's, he could have been Which movie. is such a shame. What does he do? Like, he wreaks havoc and, like, creates messes for Filch to clean up, but then also he'll see, like, the kids walking and be like, I'm gonna make you late for class. Wait, I'm yeah, I remember oh, him. Yeah. I remember him. Yeah. Those water yeah. balloons yeah. at people. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's yeah. Freddie George left. He's like, all right, yep. here we right. go. Yeah. Didn't we create, we were like, Filch's lover is someone. Was it's it Snape? Snape? Okay, it was Snape. Okay. Yeah. That is canon. This is basically just canon. Right. <laughs> Jean's like, well, I want to be Filch then. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah. Okay, my last one. Who is Sir Cadogan? I think he's probably the most... Yeah, obscure. Yeah. He's kind oh. of obscure. And he technically, he actually is in the third movie. You can see him, but they don't oh. refer to him. They don't, yeah. What? So he's oh, in the later one movies. of the portraits. And then he's only ever in... The third. Yeah. Oh, the wait. Movie. Oh, so he, is he in a picture? Is he a ghost from one of the pictures when, uh, who gets taken out? She gets taken out of her opera trying to break the glass and she gets put behind a yeah, zebra? Yeah, the, the fat lady. Yes. Yeah. When that happens, and that is Don French. Oh. Love her. Love Don French. Yes. Sir Cadogan is the knight in the painting that you can kind of see. He kind of comes in in one of the paintings and we're like, oh, there he is. But in the books, Ter hates him. He'll come in and he'll be like, oh, you're going to a quest to just, I don't know what he says in the books. What is it? He's, like, he's very like, you shall not pass. He's clearly like a knight that never got to do anything. Mm. And he's like looking yes. for an opportunity no to power. show up. So they're like trying to find the way to the Transfiguration classroom. And he's like, oh, a quest. And he's like, I'm going to take them to this. Mm, like yeah. he's just a lot. Yeah. He's, and he actually also lets in Sirius Black yeah. <laughs> into the fucking Gryffindor oh, Yeah. That's true Whoops. too. Yes. yes. So. Game completed. Like they're like, Yay! yep, there's time for them to do a You still did fun. You just yes. did fun. Yes. You did fun. <laughs> that was and so fun. fun. Yes. That's the movie episode! Yeah, so just Yay. movie discussions. Any last words on the Either movie, movie or um, 
No, just sitting here has just made me realize how little I remember about these well, books. Well, there's yeah. just so and many details. I should, That's what yes. it is. Give them all a listen. Yeah. And well, the way you, that... you shouldn't be ashamed because really there yeah. are so many details, mm-hmm. especially better cut out of movies. Yeah. And instead of listening to the books, you could just listen to us. Because we, yeah, we'll we tell you what Well, that's true. I'm, I'm trying so hard to become a podcast person, but I'm hoping that audiobooks is my segue into That's podcast. true. Yeah. That's very true. See, know. I'm the opposite. Like, I think that I need to get more into audiobooks. Be, that's like, actually the, the how I conversational, like, style of podcasts. Like, if I listen to a podcast and it's too scripted and the background music is giving audiobook vibes, like, I don't like it. Yeah, it's very yeah. It's very clear that certain things vibe with other people. Right. Some people can't listen to podcasts like this because it's not professionally done in a studio with a script and like actors mm-hmm. or whatever, and that's fine and dandy. That's what you want, you know. Right. But yeah. like the majority of podcasts out there, which is a really great opportunity to feel like you're part of a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's why we like this. Like yeah. You know, but again, that's not for everyone. But I'm glad that you guys like the narrator of the audiobooks. Yeah. Because He's I'm gonna great. get on that. He is right. really good. Right. Maybe I'll do a combination in tandem. Yeah. Listening to the books and, and listening Because to that the was yeah. what I was going to say is that if I listen to you guys, you guys have so much insider knowledge on this that I need to read it in order to, like, mm-hmm. understand. Yeah. Well, understand. and the funny mm-hmm. thing is, like, And you guys point, know the story, so the spoilers aren't going to ruin it for right. you. Right. Like, yes. yeah. filling in all those pieces. Right. I'll tell you, even, like, as we record... Tara knows so much more about the series than I do is too. So I'll just be like, spoil me. What is this? That's so that funny. so that we can connect the dots. And, and, and sometimes right. I'm wrong yeah. because it'll be like stuff that comes up in the future. And I'm like, yeah, this. It's, it's been a long time since yeah. I've done a reread of them, but And sometimes I'll I've be done like Tara spoil me and then she spanks me. She's just like mm. <laughs> She's like, I'm so over this. I couldn't do an episode and not like make a joke about like us having a special relationship. <laughs> which we do. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for yeah. having me. Oh my gosh, so thanks for having us. More, yeah, so more, and more, more, more. more. Together. Yes, it was, it was fun. so fun. Yes, yes. oh my fun. gosh. So we will have you back. Okay, yes. yes. And next time is the final episode of season six, which is <gasps> a cutting room floor, obviously. It will so be fun. You come back and listen to all of this shit that I cut out because I was like, it's not relevant because <laughs> sometimes we go on and... That I had to talk about for some reason. <laughs> All right. So special thanks so, to Gene and Delia. Thank, thank you for having us. Yes. It was fun. Love you guys. Love you. Guys. Love you. Give these bitches five stars. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And subscribe to Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. We love y'all. See so, you next episode. Bye. Basic Snitches is recorded and produced by Adam Bowers and Tara Corkery. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to rate us five stars on your listening app of choice and share us with all your other friends who love Harry Potter and getting drunk. Yes. Join our social media pages. Facebook, Instagram. I never update Twitter, but we have that. We do. Also email basicsnitches at gmail.com. We also now have a website, basicsnitches.com. And a Patreon, patreon.com slash basicsnitches. Join today and get exclusive content every week and be acknowledged in every single one of our episodes. Taryn Telegra, dance bitch. I see you new friends who don't make me dance for nothing. Yeah, they ain't gonna come, honey. We out!